Uh, whenever you, whenever you want, Zach, you can do the intro. I'm not. I'm never doing it again. No, you can, no, you don't do. You have to. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. Dante, you know what they say. When you get up, when you fall off the horse, you have to get right back up and eat the horse. It's fine. You can do it. I believe in you. But no. Okay. Um, Jason, do you want to be introduced as um, Jason from a conversation with? Oh, do both. Just do both. Do both. A conversation with and getting to know who. Okay. Oh, okay. Wow. Yeah. I mean, unless unless Jason doesn't want that. <laughs> no, I mean, want I, Jason. I I honestly don't mind. I mean, it's. You, you can even just introduce me as Jason and I can say at the end if you like. Well, no, they won't listen to that to the end. No, they're, <laughs> they're, no, they're going to get as far in. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's fine. Um, you could just very briefly mention it. Just Jason from, yeah, from a conversation with and getting to know who and then move on. Don't, okay. don't worry about at the end if I need to, I'll say something. And I'm probably going to say, just Google my name because I found out that anytime I type in into google a conversation with or getting to know who i cannot find my podcast or website or anything nice. type in <laughs> type in jason croxon and they're the first two things that come up on google. <laughs> well that's because that's, that's a really cool name that's vaguely upsetting um yeah. all right oh i need to i need to get my announcer voice going on <laughs> oh, dear. you have an announcer voice <laughs> it's it's the exact same as my normal voice i just become slightly more pompous um all right uh I'm going to put that in the edit. <laughs> but that's fine, yeah. <laughs> uh. <laughs> hey guys, I'm Zach. With me as always is Dante. And this week we have Jason from A Conversation With and Getting to Know Who podcast. And hey, let's get contextual. Long awkward pause. Good. I like the music. It. No, yeah, no, no, no music this week. Just long awkward. Just pause. long awkward pause. Yeah. <laughs> Insert music here. Yeah, Jason. Thank you for coming on again today. Uh, well, thank you for for bringing me back. Um, yeah. Even if I didn't finish all my homework, I'm really sorry. <gasps> I. Donda's gonna be really upset. He 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 gets very upset. He makes us. He I'm, makes every, all our guests read and uh, watch everything. I'm, I'm, so I'm having a little bit of an aneurysm over here. <laughs> so, so while while you are talking i currently have i'm reading the subtitles I, I'm, at the, <laughs> I, I'm at the end of episode 17 <laughs> all right so what we'll do is we'll break this episode into two parts and we'll do the first part up to episode 17 and then the second part will be like five hours later however at, at the end of like 20 five hours of awkward silence where we all just listen to jason watching gotham <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i um i've crammed in so many episodes in the last two days that you would not <laughs> and and i've been doing the maths like oh no if i start watching it now there is not enough hours in the day to finish it <laughs> <laughs> that's like college math right there man that's yeah. oh man you know if I, I if I just if I just cut out sleeping and eating, then I can I can get this homework done, you know. Well, I literally had to go and do a, a quick job before before recording, and I just put it on my phone, and just had it playing. Was like listening to it like an MP3 player. <laughs> 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 oh goodness gracious! All right, so yeah, this week uh, we're going to be talking about Gotham season two, um, which is simultaneously probably my favorite and maybe okay there's there's some this this this, um this season feels like two different seasons yeah because like there's like again there's kind of like a first half and a second half almost 
Yeah. Yeah. If you um, actually look up the like the episode list on Wikipedia, yeah, they have literally broken it into two sections. Yeah. Like when you when you look at season one, it's like episode one to eleven, and then a big gray bar kind of goes across and then drops down, and you start from twelve to twenty-one. No, twenty-two. Yeah. Well, this kind of seems this season kind of seems to be the beginning of kind of the trend of the the following two seasons and probably season five of almost Gotham structure, which is kind of like a you know a build up to a mid season and then a build up to a finale, kind of like what a lot of shows are now. Yeah. Um, and so I'm thinking maybe that's why they do that because season one really is kind of just the same villain through the whole thing. And you like we said last time, you have those one-off episodes, kind of filler or whatever. But f- kind of starting here and and continuing on, it's it's you have villains that go through the whole season, but it is very like, but you, you have it's very sectioned yeah. of first half and second half. Yeah. So let's talk about um, what we thought uh, oh, of the season I, in general. Without, oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I missed a little bit of that, Dante, because as you were talking, I was just watching one of the most interesting bits is when. Um, Penguin gets his revenge on his, I mean, not not technically his stepmom, but the the lady that was married to his father. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, that and I was actually watching her eat the pie, asking him, oh, "Where's Charles and Sasha?" And I'm going, "They're in the pie." That, and, uh, that, is, that is one okay, of the best moments for, of this season. Yeah, episode seventeen. I was probably I've turned it off now because I just wanted to <laughs> to finish that bit of the episode, and I was like, ah, there we go. Okay, that is straight from uh, Titus Andronicus back from uh, Shakespeare's day. Mm. That is feed feed the mother her children a pie and yeah, oh my goodness. So that that is a great episode. Like. Yeah. Like I mean, it's 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 awful and gross, but that just yeah. <laughs> and yet somehow it's strangely wonderful. When, 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 <laughs> so um, um, so without uh, talking any more spoilers, let's talk about uh, what we all thought of the this season. Uh, Dante, we'll start with you. Okay. Um, I I honestly really like it. Um, and I've always uh, kind of liked this season. It's it's a toss up between this season and season one, kind of the same for you, Zach. I know you like this season a lot, but yeah. Uh, I mean, it's the first time we get Jerome doing his thing. It's um, you obviously get some really interesting penguin stuff. Um, yeah, just, yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, and you get the Mr. Freeze arc this season, which I, I really yeah. like his story. Um, and you get Azrael as well, which is he's pretty cool. And you get um, Hugo Strange pops up, and just I, yeah. Overall, I really like this season. Uh, what do you think, Jason? Well, I ooh, I think I said I didn't really like season one very much. I can't remember what I said last time. Listeners, go back, <laughs> listen to that episode, then come back. Figure here. out what we think. <laughs> Tweet me, tell me what I said. Um, yeah, I I probably like this season more than than season one. Okay. Um, because I'll, I'll be honest, I was watching it just because of the the threat of of Dante, but <laughs> but I was also going like, oh no, I actually really do want to see the end of this episode, and I I was kind of I remember kind of why I pushed through in the first place and, and watched it all. Uh, I'm still kind of don't like the way it 
splits mid-season and just comes back as almost a completely different season. Um, yeah. Yeah. I find I find it's a little bit... It's because they, they tend to rush certain things, the development of certain characters, because they want to use them in the second half. And it's yeah. like, well, maybe save that for season three and just you know, do a really solid season two. There was quite a bit of like time skip here as well in this season. Because I think like there's one point where it just jumps ahead like six months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <clears throat> when when Gordon's in uh well we'll talk about that later. Exactly. Well that's why yeah. I said there's one bit. <laughs> I was <laughs> really trying my best. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I did like I did Sorry, like it. Bruce isn't as terrible. Yeah. Uh he's still pretty annoying. And I think the worst thing is there is a moment, and I remember thinking it might happen last time I watched it, and it happened this time, and I was like, oh, why didn't they do this? And there is a moment where they could have just sent him off. You know, we've established Alfred, so he's around, he's good, we can use him in different ways, we've got all of this. And there is a moment where he is literally like, I'm going away. And you're like, yay! That's, <laughs> Stay that's away! Go away, come back in season six, and, you know, that'll be fine. Yeah. So that was a, that's a little bittersweet. <laughs> you know. yeah. yeah. They're honestly, like, over this season and the next few seasons, they have, like, seven different opportunities to ship Bruce off, and they don't take any of them. <laughs> it's just like, yeah, after a while, it's like, well, why is Bruce still here? Yeah. What uh what are your thoughts, Zach, overall? Um, I, I think the the first half of this season works a lot better than the second half. The second half also has some really great moments too, but in I think um and I and I can talk about this bit without talk going to spoilers, but the, the first half with the, the maniacs and all and all that, I, I felt like that was much more interesting. Uh interesting and fun to watch, and I think uh Jerome's charisma kind of uh, carries that whole section, um, yeah. Which I do want to talk about uh, in in following the tradition of talking about season two and then proceeding to talk about the rest of the whole series. Uh, I do want to talk about what happens later down the line with Jerome and whether or not that weakens some of what happens in the season. So okay, yeah. Um, to be honest, I forgot that that happened so early. Like I, I honestly thought that was in like the middle of season two, but it's like no, it's like the first four episodes is maniac stuff, and I was like, oh yeah, that's yeah, it, it, yeah again, yeah, the, the right weird timeline it. of this, yeah. yeah. Um, so do you want to do you want to dive into the the first little bit of that? Then we can just kind of since there's like sections of this season almost, we can kind of dive into each section. Yeah, I, I I think we can literally just dive the uh, we can literally call it. Uh, the Galavan and then the Strange um, series parts. Yeah, 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 pretty much. Or as they call it on uh, on Wikipedia, Rise of the Villains, Wrath of the Villains. <laughs> well, that's uh, that's pretty good. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, that's actually it's actually what it's like it's called because on IMDb, um, it has Rise of the Villains and then Wrath of the Villains later because it's. Uh, for some reason, the episodes have that little preview. So you're like, you know, I forget. I think season four, some of season four was Gotham Rise of the Dark Knight or something like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so season um, four is called A Dark Knight, the whole season. 
Okay, yeah. Uh, yeah. Season yeah. three is Mad City and Heroes Rise. Yep. Well, no, no and... Heroes Rise in season in season four. So who who do it's I complain three. to about it's season three? No, Heroes um, Rise is season four. No, end of no, season three. Season I'm sad now. <laughs> <laughs> that is that is when Bruce does like his two fighting scenes. <laughs> it's great for those two scenes. We were so yes, excited for those two scenes, and then it was just like we're just gonna give up and. Yeah. So. Anyway, um, anyway, yeah, I, pre- I preferred, <laughs> it is like I preferred the your the your names sounded better. So, um, what were they again? The it, the it's Gallivant. The, um, <clears throat> sorry. Yes, the Gallivant and the Strange uh, sections. Yeah, I like the Strange section because that works on on many levels. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So sorry, but. Jason, oh, I thought no, Jason nobody say. said okay. anything. <laughs> hearing voices again. Thought... <laughs> Dang it! We talked about this, Dante. <laughs> Been watching uh, too much Gotham. Now you're going crazy. <laughs> Fun fact: there is history of schizophrenia in my family. So is it really? Right. Yeah, apparently. Like it's not constant, <clears throat> but like, and it's, I, I think it's like there's a generation between me and and that. But uh, yeah. Does so. <laughs> it skip a generation? Is that what you're trying to tell me right now, Dante? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> so, oh, like, running a D and D podcast where you play multiple characters is a really good idea. <laughs> really, it just, it just you know flows right into yeah. his normal everyday stuff. You know. Oh, that's like like I inhabit multiple characters just throughout my day. Like it's it's fine. <laughs> sometimes anyway. I play. Sometimes I play humble and carefree dante sometimes i play serial killer dante it depends on the day it's really fun <laughs> yeah i've lost a few jobs over that anyway <laughs> um yeah so let's uh let's talk about uh galavan and that that whole thing let's specifically let's talk about the maniacs real quick because you wanted to talk about jerome yeah um, um go ahead. yeah so i think honestly this is the best we ever see of jerome uh okay i would argue with that Okay, um, that's that's fine. Um, I mean, you're wrong, but that's fine. Um, no, no I, yeah, yeah. Per- I, personally, I think his best is in three. He's not in three for long enough. Yeah, he is. He's got like three episodes. <clears throat> he has three episodes in this. <laughs> oh, that was four. To be fair, <laughs> no, I mean he shows up for a bit in episode <clears throat> one, but episode one's mostly about. Penguin being on top of crime. That's right. So he's okay, in it so, for the three episodes. But anyway, yeah, go ahead. Okay, here's my thing. Um, I think he kind of establishes himself as very much the Joker character um, right off the bat, specifically with uh, the the bus driving scene when they when they go after the school bus full, literally full of was it cheerleaders or something. Yeah, yeah, and then, um, and then the, my the favorite scene, scene is when he points the gun at himself, playing Russian roulette. That's probably the best I've seen of uh, his. That Joker. is an incredible scene. Yeah. What do you um, think, Jason? Um. Hmm. What do I? Well, think? well, first of all, do, well, you... do I first need to decide if this is the best Jerome we've ever seen, or do I need to? <laughs> well, I was. I, was, I, I think this would be good. great. Uh, <laughs> right. I was gonna. I was going to ask you, do you like the Joker? Do I like the Joker? As a character? As a concept? The character, yeah. like, from comics and everything. Yeah, I kind of like... See, the, the thing about this... This is, obviously, you're kind of giving the Joker an origin who, who famously 
until possibly a, a movie that's going to come out soon doesn't yeah. have an origin <laughs> or a name. and he's kind of already a bit too crazy um there there isn't the the whole one bad day kind of thing behind him you know he isn't just a normal guy yeah. who who just goes over the edge he's just always been that way um, yeah it's kind of like a just he kind of grew up that way because of his mom and everything that was established in episode in season one. Yeah, yeah. Because I'd quite like it if because I always feel like the Joker works best when he seems crazy and insane, but there is a kind of a cunning behind it. So like the the Russian roulette scene, if he's you know palmed the bullet or something, so he knows there's yeah, no yeah. way, but he gives the idea that he's just insane, but. I feel like he's actually quite calculated. Um, but okay. my only, my kind of criticism on the whole Maniacs Jerome thing in this season is just the ending of it. And because it, I think I mentioned this uh, last time because uh, we stuck so well to season one. Um, oh, we absolutely did. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think I mentioned how I didn't like that they just couldn't make up their mind on what they wanted to do with the Joker. Uh, because they he comes still, back, he comes back later. He, yeah, then he <laughs> spoilers for season four. Then he becomes someone else. <laughs> yeah, uh, but my point. But the thing that I didn't like was, like at the end of this one, you know, there's the whole kind of it's a, a concept. The Joker isn't it? So like he he dies, and then you get all these people that are just laughing and sort of doing crime, and it's like they've taken on. He, he like left this huge impression and people are, are mimicking it and he's inspired them to to kind of take up the mantle and just cause Make chaos or something yeah he did one thing like he was out a couple of days he did almost he nothing the there's police. no way there's no way yeah. enough to inspire people like you know, one tweet that went viral, that is not enough. <laughs> the whole world is now, yeah. Yeah, and I mean, in playing into that, there are other villains in this series that have done more that didn't get that reaction. Yeah, I was going to say, like, maybe, like, I'm saying that, and obviously if it happened here, we might have a bit more of a reaction. But you live in Gotham. That is just a normal Saturday night. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, someone killed the police officers. Uh, that's That's cool. Oh, somebody TV. dropped people's bodies off a building. Neat. Oh, that happened with Balloon Man. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite villain, Balloon Man. I yeah, wish they would bring him into the Everybody car. take that as a concept, did you? And be like, oh, I must just go around <laughs> dropping people from balloons now. No. <laughs> uh, uh, it is a pretty good point. Yeah, I, you know, um, yeah, the, the problem is, he, he, yeah, I think you're right. Um, he has a good, it's a good characterization, but it's kind of lacking, but also it, that, that, that moment when, when he, when he's inspiring people, I always thought it's like vaguely supernatural. Okay. You know, like where, it's his power? No, like, cause, um, what's his face? The, his, his dad talks about how, oh, you know, you're going to be a bane on Gotham and, um, you know, it, it just seemed like it was some sort of like. It was like a spirit kind of thing or a vibe. I don't know. Because, um, I mean, his dad does like a weird prophecy thing. Yeah. And, and it's even repeated as they're, uh, 
as uh, people are starting to lose their minds and that sort of thing. So I thought it was almost yeah. like a madness that would take over the city in a way. I don't know. That does make more sense. <laughs> <clears throat> Which is a weird thing to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Because, I mean, at this point, Gotham's still pretty grounded. Yeah. Like, <clears throat> and so to have, like, a a Joker spirit over the city is a weird thing at this point. But, I mean, if this happened at, like, in the middle of season four, like, sure thing, that's fine. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a normal Tuesday for Gotham at that point, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it really um, ramps up in this season, doesn't it? Like towards oh, yeah. the towards the back half of the season, particularly. But uh, yeah, Pinewood I, just blows everything out the window. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. So talking of the maniacs or the whole, I'm holding a bottle and I've got nowhere to put it. <laughs> <laughs> Same. This is so weird. <laughs> okay, it's on the floor. There wasn't one in my hand before. Now there is. I'm very confused. Yeah, no. <laughs> Your sympathy just materialized the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, talking of uh, of the main ex, Phil Gallivan. Yeah. What, what do we think of him? He might I, be my favorite villain. I really like him. Uh, I think he, uh, the the family thing with the 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 Waynes is a little weird and kind of forced. But I like him. Does that make yeah. sense? I think if they had pulled off something from a different season, since so, so I'm not allowed to say what it is, uh, if they had pulled off a, uh, um, a later plotline better, I think we would look, we would have looked back on that a little more fondly. Um, what do you just just say it? It's fine. We've been talking about the other seasons. I'm okay. confused. I need uh, clarification. If they had pulled off Court of Owls a little bit better, I think we will we would have looked at it a little more fondly. But they just yeah. kind of dropped. Court of Owls, and that's what this whole Dumont and Gallivant thing was kind of leading towards. Yeah, and in that respect, it is interesting. And, um, but then they just kind of say, "Psych, not not actually doing that." So, um, yeah, yeah, it's a little yeah, frustrating. I, I feel that's where I I lean into my how oh, you should have just made one like kept him for the whole season. Yeah, and had because like his goal is to become mayor. Yeah, and it's literally the moment he's sort of sworn in that Gordon is like, "Oh, I've got to get rid of you." There, there isn't even any kind of time of him being the mayor and being able to kind of have this duel. So the way I would have done it, and obviously you all know I'm a, I'm a screenwriter by trade. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, I think you're being serious. No I'm like, "Oh, good for you, man!" You know, congratulations. Uh, <laughs> Zach knows nothing about you. Yeah. <laughs> You could say you could say whatever you want. He'll believe you. So when I first pitched this idea to Warner Brothers, and I was like, "Guys, listen, <laughs> no, um, I just think like the Azrael thing that comes at the end. What I would have preferred is maybe have him like have the first sort of half start the way it does, get him into power, and then have him almost doing the Bruce Wayne Batman thing, but being the mayor and Azrael like by choice and." then have it revealed the link to the Waynes and see of why he's kind of causing trouble and doing things or or maybe even have him trying to to kind of control the the city both through the mayor's office and take on the underworld as Azrael. Yeah, kind of like both doing... fronts. Yeah, just <laughs> like like that's like kind of <clears throat> spoilers for what is it? Season 4 of Arrow, it might be 5, I don't know, but Arrow no one does that Arrow, thing so too. It's fine. 
Yeah, that's true. But uh, he does the same thing. Like he's Arrow, but he's also mayor at one point. And so he's kind of fighting the battle on both sides. Like, yeah, I I think that would have been way more interesting. And, yeah. and but obviously I, I you like... have Azrael go like he's goes far too far. So he's, you know, well, yeah, he's, he's ending thing. Yeah, he's killing people. So so Gordon's trying to track him down. But obviously, because he's also in the mayor's office, he's being able to manipulate things. Um, yeah. See, I do love oh, I don't know if I love. Is he a bad actor? Or is he a great actor who deliberately plays a bad actor as Theo Gallivan? That's a question. Uh, well, yeah. okay. He does have legitimate moments. Um, I, I don't think he's a bad actor. Okay, that's not true. I think he's got some good. He has actor. some good subtlety, uh, but it's it's kind of like few and far between. I think he's just like a hammy villain in general. I think well, he really, I think he really enjoys acting as the hero. Yes, that's it's it's those moments because obviously when he's like at home or he's got Penguin over and they're kind of talking one on one, it's very different. But it's sort of when he stands up and no, the people of Gotham will not take <laughs> that. We must stand up, and it's just it's so over the top, and it's like how can anyone believe it or take him seriously? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's very true. I feel like, I honestly feel like that is, I, I, that is that is him being a good actor acting as a bad one, like 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 as a character choice and not just a failing of him as an actor. Yeah. You know, bad but, actors um, can just act like bad actors too, right? That's true. It's true. But I don't know. <laughs> I could be wrong. Whatever. Um, I will say though, I really like Azrael, but I really don't like where he comes from. So that was kind of what you were saying before, like the fact that he's just kind of crazy like lunatic that hugo just kind of makes like i would have really preferred your version where you know this is him essentially being batman like fighting on both fronts but taking it too far because there is a scene when he is Azrael and he's like he's in that warehouse with all the cops and bruce and he's like jumping around from like all the scaffolding and everything and bruce is watching and it just like it, it seems to to me to insinuate that Bruce is like, oh, this is a good idea. Like, like kind of admiring him almost. And I'm like, well, that'd be really cool for like almost an inspiration for Batman, you know? Well, he even has that moment where he's like, you see Bruce looking at the guy in the cave <laughs> jumping across the room. No, rooftops. yeah, that's, that's the moment I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. he's just looking and he's like, oh, that looks cool. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I just feel like, I just feel like that would have been a better moment of Bruce having inspiration for Batman if Azrael was almost more like Batman. Like you were saying, like the, you know, like if he's had, he's with it mentally. <laughs> if they had made Galavant less of a villain uh, and more yeah. of a, a conflicted character like where... anti-hero, yeah. Yeah, more of an... Like he's he's becoming the mayor and he you can tell he's kind of fake but at the same time and he he's um, opposed to Gordon... Get rid of the whole like Dumont thing with with Bruce, um, and then you see that he's clearly like. Um, well, you it, could you could you could even still do the Dumont thing, but a little more Court of the Owls, <laughs> and just like maybe make Azrael part of the Court of the Owls. Or something I like put that. him against. I would I would put him um, as someone who's fighting against Court of the Owls, and he's almost. He's not trying to murder Bruce, but like fighting against Bruce, thinking that he's still that he's a part of all that as well because his parents would have been or should have. Okay, been. Be I, cool. I think that would have been more a little more interesting. Um, so yeah, they made him more an anti uh, an anti villain or an anti hero. That would have been kind guys, of interesting. 
I've got another podcast idea. We just rewrite Gotham. We'll that sounds great. We'll do like an audio version of it. We'll get every. Yeah. We'll, we'll we'll gather literally everyone from podcasting mates to play parts. Um, yes. Um, <laughs> we'll I'll play Selena, obviously, with my of, with my charm. Uh, I think Selena is the choice. Sound um, way better than yeah. what actually. Um, Jason, Jason, I think should also play Selena. We can, we can, um, we can, we yeah. can switch off. I feel, I feel, I should play Barbara. I think you should play Selena. Um, hear me out. But I feel like um, I have the mental <laughs> unstableness to be able to correctly portray Barbara. <laughs> All right, so there was talking of Selena. There was a scene like this. Is the thing that gets me about Gotham is it's good like a lot of the time. And then they'll just throw in a scene every now and again to remind you why people don't like this show and why <laughs> you probably shouldn't. And there's one moment where she's like, um, she's on a wall and I think Alfred is parked up and it's like, she jumps down off this wall, but she does some ridiculous sort of flip and lands like in a cat-like pose on the floor. Yep. And I'm just thinking, nobody jumps off a wall like that. That's a really <laughs> stupid way to do it there's no need to do that you are just playing up the whole kind of she's a cat theme yeah and it's almost it's it's one of those things where it's like super in your face all the time they're like hey hey did you know she's Catwoman? oh oh by the way by the way that's Catwoman, but she's young like oh oh here's another reason why she's Catwoman. like it's just we get it do you mention she's cat look she has cats her name's cat <laughs> It's Catwoman, guys. <laughs> it is then followed up by Alfred just slapping her in the face. Oh, that's a, that's a tough moment to watch, honestly. Like, even I, I don't like her as a character, honestly. But even then, I'm like, oh, I don't feel good about this. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I, I'm not. I'm like, I'm, I'm like Alfred. Alfred, dude. Alfred and, and then, comes from a simpler time. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, she's like prodding him about that too later on. Using some, it's like, as soon as he says it, like, isn't that a slap in the face or something like that? But then they just kind of <laughs> drop it and they never bring it up again. It's like, okay, well. Yeah, like, is this. <laughs> yeah. Uh... So we, we kind of go off topic. Um, I also, the other thing that I, I kind of like and don't like at the same time is um, Tabitha. Yeah. Like, uh, she's good. I, I actually like her character, and um, I love, like, her relationship with Butch. That oh, is, yeah. yeah. And, yeah. and that's, that's something that's, that plays that's the throughout part. the next couple of seasons, and is, and I, I really like that. That's, like, those two together are some of the best bits of, the, of all the seasons, in my opinion. And she's yeah. great. My only problem is she's very publicly with... Um, with Theo as like his sister, so when they yeah. have to for meals, when they go out, for that, but then at the same time she's also going and getting her hands dirty, and I feel yeah. a bit like, you know, he he's so careful to kind of portray this, oh I am the savior of Gotham, yeah, and it, I don't think it would take much for people to be like, hold on a second, um, pretty sure I saw your sister just whipping a load of people and like strangling them and causing all kind of damage and harm, I'm. Do you yeah. know she's doing that? Are you are you aware? You know, I thought you were like... gonna go a different direction with this. I thought you meant the fact that they're like clearly sleeping together too. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm very uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah, yeah. See, I I think playing into our story of Theo Galvan kind of being you know the savior of Gotham, being you know Batman and Mayor, um, 
it'd be interesting if he almost put that together. Like he told her to be like that out in public so that he could essentially put her away and then be like, well, I have the strength to put away my own sister. You know, you, does that, does that make sense? Like, yeah, I kind of feel like that would have played it well into that of like, like it's fake and he, you know, breaks her out or whatever later, like secretly, but it's, it's, again to uh, it's all part of his plan to build this this reputation as the savior of gotham like i feel that would have been more interesting than yeah just this kind of plot hole a little bit (laughs) yeah um i I mean you know it's a silly little thing to pick up on because as i said i think she actually is a a good a good character like i i I think she works well in the gotham world but it's just strained that that kind of uh yeah i don't know yeah it's just yeah, just I, I don't really have much more to say about it than that i'm <laughs> yeah. very articulate at 12 o'clock at night but um <laughs> but she's supposed to be um tigress from the comics. oh is she yeah but um huh. but she's but she's not like that's yeah. i don't i don't and it's kind of one of those weird things where that's what they're claiming um, if you like, look up the character on, like, go through the kind of links or go through IMDb or Wikipedia or something, it will tell you that. But as far as I know, there have been a couple of different characters that have been Tigress, and none of them are her. <laughs> so I don't really yeah. understand why they're doing that. But um, fair enough. I, yeah, I don't love her except when she's with Butch. Like her relationship with Butch, I think is the best stuff that she does. Because other than that, she I don't uh, does does she get together with Barbara this season? I, I'm pretty sure they're like yeah, no, they do. On that yeah, this is okay. that's because that's that's also weird, and I don't like that. Like you know, you know what I mean. Like that's the only part of her that I think is actually really interesting is is her relationship with Butch. No, I think yeah. she's a cool character outside of that, but. Uh, no, I, I I don't mind her relationship with Barbara until season four ish, and then it starts. It doesn't make sense anymore, and starts becoming really kind of irritating well, to watch. Yeah, but that's when like Barbara makes less sense, <laughs> like less sense than she is in this season, which uh, isn't a lot of sense if we're sticking on this season. She, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. She, uh... she starts in Arkham. If I'm not wrong, I think that's like the first episode. She's already in. Yeah, well, she's yeah, and then she's she gets part of. She's part of the maniacs. Maniacs, but she's well, sort of. She's, sort of. Yeah. She's taken, but then, yeah, like even that. Why is she immediately sequestered and sort of not like you know they take them all, send everybody else out? Oh, it's because of her relationship with Jim Gordon. Don't worry, I've answered yeah. that question. Yeah, <laughs> she fine. does like the wedding. She has that weird wedding thing. Yeah, I don't even know why I bother asking you that, David. No, you, no help at all. I'll answer the question myself. Um, yeah, it's because she knows Jim. Oh, oh, Essen dies. That that's kind of a a big thing. Um, oh yeah. yeah, and we kind of forget. Oh, I I just remembered. Um, I can't believe I forgot about this. My favorite character in all of Gotham is uh is introduced in this season. Is it Michael Chiklis? It's it's the commissioner, yeah, <laughs> the new captain. 
by far uh, uh, the thing from the the original Fantastic Four. By far my favorite character. I am like I I love his character until season three, but I love his character. And I think he's yeah. Great. I was gonna say because Hatter doesn't come around till season three, right? Yeah. So yeah, this entire so... season, he's just that straight laced police officer. Okay. His his yeah, introduction cool is is so strange because he's like they're having they're having this argument because I can't even remember why. Like Gordon is arguing with somebody <laughs> as always. Um, they're corrupt, probably. There we go. Yeah, probably <laughs> simple he, he probably did something wrong. Who knows? And they're having this sort of big fight in the middle of the station, and they're shouting at each other. And suddenly, he like walks in and just smashes a chair. <laughs> and then he sort of said, he introduces himself and then just sort of points at one uniformed officer and he's like clean that up are you just walking around with chairs all day so that you've got a chair to smash <laughs> well, some, poor, that's true. some poor guy's come back to his desk like oh look at all this paperwork i've got hey where's my chair it's gone <laughs> i mean if you need to smash a chair every time you want to make a point oh i don't know yeah, I feel like he has a strong enough voice that he could just get the attention with his voice. <laughs> yeah, it's also kind of... It's strange, isn't it? Because he comes in and he's sort of... He is how Gordon was last season. And he's like, we're going to do yeah. it by the book and we're going to clean everything up and it's going to be fine. It's going to be great. We're all going to be happy. And and Gordon is almost the one being like, oh, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, but, oh, you know, I'm not sure it's going to really work. We might need to make a few... Yeah, a few little... And you're sort of thinking, hold on a second, Gordon, just do it by the book. You finally got someone that will prosecute this person or will kind of back your play against this criminal. Like, this is what you wanted last season. Now you've got it. Why are you not just embracing that and going and doing things by the book? Why do you keep messing things up? Oh, Jim Gordon. Um, I'm because I think remember. this I is actually was... I think we said last time that we felt that Gordon needed to always walk the like walk the the, the correct path you know like he like Batman can be in the grey he can kind of be doing things a little bit but Gordon needs to be always doing things by the book, by the book like, yeah and end of the first half of the season not so much <laughs> yeah he, no uh, yeah and I think at that point, I really struggle with the character because I'm kind of like, well, you've you've now gone past this point where you just can't. Right. It's like, well, he didn't technically murder. Well, yeah, actually flat out did at one point, but yeah. he didn't technically murder anyone because he just kind of let Galavant get murdered. I'm like, guys, like he shot him. He yeah, well, he like him. he spared him. He 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 spared him from Penguin's murder. Oh right, yeah. Um, <laughs> well, um, and and yeah, then Galvan comes yeah. back, so it doesn't actually count. And I'm like, this is this is dumb. So no, yeah, that, no, I uh, agree. The character stops being Gordon should never be Batman. That's the thing. Yeah, um, a great and version like of Gordon they, like... that they should have worked off of was off of um, uh, Batman Year One. I know everyone references like that comic book specifically. Um, but that's a great version of Gordon because he does have moments where he, you know, he beats the crap out of corrupt cops. He's like, you know, he he's constantly, uh, he like, basically why? uses Batman to spite people who are corrupt, not 
uh, he's not Batman himself. He he always does things by the book, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yet another failing of Gotham. But I feel like Gotham almost felt like they needed Batman, but they didn't want to do Batman, so they just used Gordon. Like it's 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 almost like well, we have the villains, and we we need like someone to be able to to beat him up. So we we just just use Gordon, like you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. but I feel like that's where we always kind of again the the whole concept like like when you pitch this idea we're gonna make this show we want to do it set before Batman no Bruce is a kid and nobody put their hand up and said well listen guys <laughs> what's interesting about Batman well he's got great villains okay can we use them why not well because Batman's a kid. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. At no point well, did somebody go. All right, we need when he gets old. Yeah, I mean, you need. I mean, to Penguin's either... already like thirty. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, can we? So I don't see. I listened to one of your episodes. I'm gonna. I was about to say recent episodes. I don't know how long a delay there is between you releasing this and the one I've last <laughs> listened to. But um, when you are breaking down a character. You have a very interesting structure. You've got notes. You go, we're going to talk about this, then this, then this, then this. Breaking down 22 episodes of a TV show with multiple characters and different storylines, we have no structure. We are just nope. <laughs> just going for it. So um, are we going to talk about Penguin in this yeah. season? I mean, we think we have to at, this, at some point. <laughs> because he... <sighs> You I know, know you I don't think... like Weasley characters, but that's not a no, fault I, of the I, character. That's a fault of you. No, I, no. wow, thanks. <laughs> what do you mean Weasley character? He's such a nice guy in this season. He's a friend to Gordon. He's a friend to everyone in this season until he feeds a mother her children. Um, yeah, yeah. That I don't. <sighs> it's just such a his story arc is like. It's like you know those like mazes that you get in like little kids' books where they're like go A, yeah. B, or C, and then you kind of like it's just it's just like a really squiggly line. That's his yeah. story arc. It's just he's all oh, over the place. Uh, holding an umbrella now. He's working for Maroni. No, he's working for Falcone. No, he's back with Fish. He's not with Fish. He's betrayed Fish. Now he's with Falcone again. Oh no, he was really working for himself. Now he's the king of Gotham. Oh, wait, he's in Arkham. Now he's a nice guy. He's a bad guy. It's very difficult to follow where he is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But he's still the most interesting character. In yeah. See, I I always like... I like... I, I've, I've discovered that I like complicated stories that kind of go all over the place. Um, well, that would be the schizophrenia. Why. Maybe, <laughs> but it's it's kind of I like fi- figuring the story out as I'm as I'm going. Like I don't know, like that's part of the reason I really like combined universes is figuring out where all the pieces fit and everything, and how things link together and all that. Maybe it's because I really like puzzles as a kid, so this just these just kind of are a puzzle to me. But with with Penguin, I I like that he's kind of all over the place, but at the same time, it is very he is all over the place <laughs> like mm-hmm. and um frick i had a i had a place i was going with this but i forgot um 
quick Zach, jump in. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, no, but yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah, I like. I just, I just like his. I like. Oh, this is what I was gonna ask. Is, isn't the whole like first bit of the season just him falling as the king? Like we barely get any of him actually as the king of Gotham. Uh, yeah, well, because he very quickly um, Gallivant takes his mum. So he's sort of under his thumb for a bit. Yeah. Then he is basically losing his mind for the first half of the season. Then he goes yeah. to Arkham. He gets that great certificate that says you're sane. Oh, which, yeah, that was um, great. <laughs> I really want to get one of those on my wall, to be honest. With you. <laughs> you, are Dante, you should get one of those. I need to get one of those. Yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah, you should probably get a couple so you've got one for each of your personalities. <laughs> one Dante for and Dante, uh, one for nice Dante. No, 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 no. One for Dante and one for Etnad. So. <laughs> we had that. We that. had that as a joke back at school. I'm yeah, trying to remember. Was a joke. Yeah, it was, it was you and Etnad. Well, there was, there was a long period where there was a joke that. Was it that I was just the other half of your, yeah. your personality? Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was, I was hallucinating we and you were Zach just a different I, part of me. Yeah. Yeah. We discovered that Zach and I are opposite personalities. So we also discovered that I am just the other half of Zach's subconscious. <laughs> as I'm, as I'm uh, alone in a, in a void, dreaming of nothing, nothing's real. <laughs> and Tante's just the other half of my mind. <laughs> yeah. At one point we were like, yeah, Zach is just alone on this abandoned campus. Just imagining everyone. That's there. <laughs> like... <laughs> anyway. So really Zach needs a certificate. <laughs> I, really, I, I need two. Uh, at this point. <laughs> one for you and one for me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway. Um, anyway. So there is a, yeah. another character that we've not mentioned yet. The commissioner. No, I'm I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Zach, what do you what do you think about about Penguin? Uh, I do think he's actually better in this season. Weirdly enough, um, is it just because he's not weaseling though? Like he's not finagling his way to the top. Uh, it, it's not that. It's it's that they do more interesting things with him. Um, whereas yeah. the, the season okay. before, it, it was good, but it was predictable, and then his character kind of rubbed me the wrong way. Um, okay. where... does, there are a few great one-liners in this season, and he gets one of them um, when he's when he's being interrogated by the commissioner, and he's like yeah. saying, "Oh, the the last thing I remember is when you hit me over the head with that that vase," and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'm really sorry about that. It was such a nice vase." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't know. I'm sorry. I, I forget where does he end in this season because I know he's like he goes he's sane because of Hugo and all that, and I know it's part of the whole Hugo story. But I forget exactly where he ends up because I'm pretty sure in season three he runs off with Hugo, or is that the end of this season? Uh... You remember that? Or no, no, no. Hugo runs off with Fish, right? Hugo runs off with one person that he like had a specific hand in in creating i'm pretty I, it might be fish do you remember that though it's at like the it's this big building right and it was like this huge stakeout thing and and gordon's in there and penguins in there and everything and it's all about like your creations coming to get you or something like that is that season yeah. three yeah fish comes back so um they go into arkham uh i, I try to think why they have to break into arkham this is, uh, is is that season three though, or ah yeah, you know what it is? It's um, don't we get Clayface at the end of this season? 
Yeah, we do. But oh, he's like yeah. a weird. He's like jellyfish face. Yeah, and, and he's, he ta- yeah. he's um he he goes in as Gordon. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, Until Barbara recognizes him. Yeah, and so they go in to. I can't remember why they why they go into to Arkham, but anyway, I think that they're, they're taking all the. They, I think are they closing Arkham down or something? I really. Oh, I see. Well, this is what happens when I don't finish watching <laughs> the season, guys. I think. Um, I'm pretty sure is I'm pretty sure part of Galavan's mayoral campaign is to do something with Arkham, like to renovate it or something like that. Like it's a classic, fix Gotham, fix Arkham, and make that your campaign. Yeah. Maybe. From memory. See, this is the fault of, of talking about a series that um, I haven't seen in six months. <laughs> no. Um, um, <laughs> or no, is it? No, oh, that's I, like I, a no, bomb. I, oh, so no, no, no. No, I just, there's a bombing. No, it's because uh, it, it's because Pinewood's on top of or under Goth, or under Arkham. Yeah. Right? and there, So there's a bomb. They have to go and defuse a bomb. Yes, that's what it is. Yeah. Um, okay. And they. Because I remember, yeah. I remember that moment it, where. And then they, because it's at the end. I don't, I just can't remember what happens to Penguin though, but because that was the question, <laughs> and I don't yeah. have an answer. <laughs> but at the end, all the monsters, all the creations escape. Yeah, yeah, That's, and then at yeah. the very end is is Bruce's twin. Yeah, I remember that yeah. now. Okay, because um, I remember I remember that one scene where where Firefly goes up against Mister Freeze. Like, <laughs> hey guys, I gotta I gotta call a timeout here for a moment. Um, I just got a. I just got a text. Um, I have to go deal with something really quick. Um, okay. I, but I don't. I don't know how long I'm gonna be gone. Um, you, you might. We might just have to leave this in and have me leave. I don't know. Um, I, if I'm, I'll I'll text you if I'm back quick. But I, I I I'm so sorry. This is like an emergency. I gotta go deal with it really quick. Okay. All right. That's fine. I, go. I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm not sure it's fine. It's cool, but go anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's all good. Anyway, um... oh, welcome to the new format of Let's Get Contextual. We got rid of the old guy; he was terrible, and uh, replacing him. <laughs> I'm still here, guys. <laughs> Give me a second. Why are you not gone? It's an emergency. Uh, I'm. I'm. I'm uh... <laughs> is, is he gone yet? Can we start saying bad things about him? <laughs> sure, go for it. Okay. I mean, that guy—he's got such a an interesting voice when he turns on the presenter mode and he does the introductions. It's yeah, so pompous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so pompous. Um, well, I was going to say, um, Dante, can we just use one of your other personalities to take the place of that? <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. So, um, so I'll, I'll, I'll use me, um, and then I'll use, I'll use angry me. Okay. Well, that's or, more or less not that. angry, but but controversial me. Um, should I give but, him a new voice? I could do a new voice. Yeah. I could do I could do me. Huh. I could do this for us. Okay, yeah. <laughs> if you can keep that up for the whole time, I'll be I can fine. actually. It's it's actually really easy. <laughs> All right. Let's go for it then. All right. So, hey, guys, so it'll be me and Stitch. Let's get contextual. <laughs> All right. Hey, we're splitting the episode in half, just like Gotham. <laughs> it, pretty much. Shall we start talking about the second half? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean So it's timed out perfectly. I'm trying to think if there's anything else to talk about in the first half, to be honest. Uh, there's probably quite a lot. Hold on, let me pull up the page I had before. I'd love to tell you that my notes, they're not. It's Wikipedia. But it's <laughs> its somebody yeah, else's notes cause... done for me. 
Um, let's see. So we've talked about the Maniacs. We've talked about, yeah, most of them were pretty much non-starters. Jerome, then he gets killed off. Galavan yep. and becoming the mayor. And then Gordon getting him arrested. And how does he get free? Oh, he, the mayor retracts his is like statement doesn't he that's um oh yeah because the mayor's under control from oh from... oh what did you think of silver st cloud and the kind um, of her and her and bruce relationship thing oh that thing oh i was really annoyed by that the whole time i was like why this is because I, I get it like i but because of the whole you know the whole galavan wayne's thing but like I was just like, you're, she really annoyed me. And I was like, Bruce, why are you falling for her? She's like, obviously gunning. I don't know. What was your opinion? Um, I mean, again, like she is a character from the comics. So I'm quite. Okay. I didn't know that actually. Happy for her to be introduced. But at the same time, considering like how her character is also in the comics. Uh, and, See, I don't, and having I don't, the relationship with with Batman and that being like a whole thing. See, um, I, don't, I don't know who she is in the comics. So what's what's her story from there? I mean, she's she's just a romantic interest of Bruce, basically. Okay, so That's... is she like a Catwoman, basically? No, I think she's she is much more. I, if I'm not wrong, she doesn't have a, um, like an alias. Yeah, like an alias. Uh. Probably one of the most interest, well, probably the most interesting comic about her. And now, any real comic book fans listening to this are going to go, "What are you talking about?" There was a book <laughs> called um, "The Widening Guy" by Kevin Smith. It was a, a Batman book, and there's a villain that he introduces called um, Onomatopoeia, who like makes a sound whenever he does something. So we like. He's like gonna shoot someone who like say bang. <laughs> That's basically his okay. characteristic, <laughs> if I'm not wrong. But he um basically in that in that book, spoiler for that book, it's quite good though. Um uh Batman he kind of rekindles this relationship with her. And okay. I I can't remember if he's like ready to give up being Batman or or like what point it gets to. But Oh, is it like the classic like I'll it's, give it up for you. It's a classic, yeah, like that kind of thing. <laughs> really, really going strong. And then um, uh, he's, the, the villain is like, he's made like a hero persona. That's what it is. He's he's introduced in an earlier book that was done by um, Kevin Smith, and he brings him back in this one. And he okay. he takes on like a persona and pretends to be a hero. And then Batman is like, I'm going to give it over to you. You're going to take my place. And so he has him in the Batcave and he kills her. And like, that's the kind of, that's when he realizes who he is and that he's not this hero, but he is actually that villain. Um, So that doesn't really matter. It's got nothing to do with this. But my point (laughs) is that she is like, I just looked her up on on Wikipedia. So for example, uh, the character was ranked 64th in Comic Buyer's Guide's 100 Sexiest Women in Comics list. So she is like a, I don't want to say femme fatale, but, you know. Yeah, she's, she's there kind to of a character, be a love interest. Yeah, Which feels a little bit weird when they're kind of young. <laughs> like, Yeah, that was like, my opinion. I was uh, like, you don't, 
don't do this when they're 14. Like, like how old is the actress? She's well, now I'm pretty sure she's in her early 20s because she's in Gifted. Um, she as... is, I thought she, she's in um, Cloak and Dagger, isn't she? Is she not Dagger? No, no, she's in she's in the Gifted. Ah, no, she's in the Gifted. She was, um, yeah, she's the sister, the main yeah. one, the main sister. Yeah, I I also watched the first episode episode or two of that. Um, I want to watch more. It's really good, but I don't know if I like her as an actress. I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like they're kind of just the same person. Like she just has so the same. She was born. Now this is interesting because on, on Wikipedia, it says she was born 1999 slash 2000. So <laughs> she, <yeah>, she, <laughs> I'm not sure. Maybe that maybe she was conceived in 99 and then born in 2000. I'm not sure. Well, I was, I was but, wondering if it was like, it was like 1159 that, the process began on December 31st. Like Maybe. Her, 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 but her let's be generous, is. and we'll put it 2000. Yeah. Uh, do you know which year this season of Gotham came out? Well, do some quick maths here. Um, season four premiered last year, which was 2017. So this would have come out two years before that. It's 2015. That's some great maths you've done there. Yeah, so it came out in 2015. So she would have been 15. She would have been 15. Oh, so she's... For some she's, reason, she's matured a lot since since Gotham. I don't know what it is, but, like, she looks like she could be, like, in the range of, like, 19 to 22 in Gifted. Yeah. I don't know, I don't know why, but, like, in Gotham, she looks like she's 13. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, but even if she's 15, still... She's like yeah. she is seducing him and and like that's the whole point, isn't it? That she's kind of there as this love interest yeah. of him and, and to, to manipulate him. Oh, I've got him wrapped around my little finger, that kind of thing. Yeah. And at least it is a, a little bit, bit creepy when they're kids. <laughs> yeah. At least it's a little bit better that Bruce doesn't look like he's eleven now. Because I remember there's yeah, a comment true. early on. There's a comment early on in the season that, like, uh, he's standing in the the GCPD with Gordon, and Gordon's like, "Wow, you've grown over the summer, over the year, or whatever." Because there's like a year between season one and season two, or something like that. And Bruce, the actor, like sprouted and matured a ton, like between because you know how like guys yeah, hit looked, that one year. He, he looked he ridiculous the, in season one. They yeah. they really, I I feel like when they cast someone that young it's really just a, you know, a coin toss of whether or not this is going to work out. Yeah. I mean, and, he had uh, been an actor before that. Like, again, he was in the U S office before that. And I'm sure he was in other things. Like he, he'd been around. Yeah. But you can't have like, imagine, imagine if he'd, you know, had that growth spurt and, and he just, it had gone wrong. The gross. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, like oh, look had, at this kind of gangly Bruce Wayne. It happens, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so they got lucky in that respect. But yeah, he he sprouted between the two seasons, so they make a comment on it. So at least he looks like 16-ish. Like he doesn't look like he's still 12. <laughs> like that would have been worse, but it's still like you guys are teens, like mid-teens. You shouldn't be doing this. Yeah, I think, you know, again, here's going to come our, our maybe different perspectives on things, but I'm in my 30s. So for me, it's yeah, <laughs> this isn't nice to see, you know. Um, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I don't want you having a character being like a seductress and me thinking, oh, you know, not young enough to be my daughter, but well, ten, ten years <laughs> older than my son. Let's put it that way. That's yeah. not a lot. <laughs> no, it's, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like that's just like, you didn't, uh, you didn't have to do that. Like there is, realistically, there is no reason for her to exist in this season. Like you just, you, the whole point of her is to get Bruce into Galavan's place or whatever. Just yeah. kidnap him. Just, just take him. Shoot or no, better yet, stab, stab, uh, uh, Pennyworth, stab Alfred because he gets stabbed every season. Yeah, stab him multiple times. Just take Bruce. It's not that hard. And plus, well, Galavan's shown he has skills, or yeah, like he I, could just send like I, Jerome. I think that the thing, like it's it, also that's weird. Like, what's the relationship? Because it seemed like Galavan was doing father son with Bruce. Yeah. So where does she fit in? Because she's the niece, so that's a bit weird now. Because it's almost like father son daughter. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it yeah, would have fine. Remove her and just have him be this father figure. That would have also created a nice conflict between uh, Gordon and Gallivant, who also has Gordon's kind of a father, father figure, figure. Too. and Alfred, who is also and Alfred. A, a kind of father. So you've almost Bruce got Bruce complains. Dads. Bruce complains all the time that his dad died. He's got three of them. Yeah. He's fine. <laughs> I only had one and I turned out all right besides the schizophrenia. Like, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, if your dad had had schizophrenia, you'd have had two and that would have been fine. Yeah. Or more. <laughs> or more. So but like, um, like Bruce complains all about how, like losing his, his dad and his mom. But like, realistically, he's got three dads. Plus, um, doesn't Lucius pop up this season? He's got four. Like, he's fine. How he should be complaining. He's got too many dads. Yeah, I know, right? Like, <laughs> Bruce needs to get over himself. At least in the comics, he only has Alfred. So, another character who's introduced, let's just skip to something completely different. Mr. Freeze. Nice. Mr. Freeze. Yeah. Is, is it, am I wrong in that he's introduced at the end of the first half of the season? I think. Let me and check then... my sources. Um, I believe so. Or the very beginning of the second half. Because I uh... think... Ah! You know, you know what it is. I feel like he is on like a yeah. It's like an almost after, dare I say, an after credit scene of just him freezing somebody. Oh, then, is that how it is? And then yeah. then comes back in the second half, and he's hits his story. Yeah. So basically, I think. Uh, what happens no, because I don't remember that because. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the season goes pretty chronologically, and he doesn't start out with the freeze gun. No, he does. Or no, but he is he is freezing people. That's he's right. He's freezing right. people. He, yeah, he's not As like freeze. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. freezing people. So um <clears throat> I think it ends with they kill Galavant, they take him into um what's it called? Uh Pinewood. Um, no, whatever it is. Wait, no, yeah, Pinewood. yeah, it's Pinewood. Yeah. Pinewood, yeah. Okay. They take him into there, you see Fish Mooney for the first time. Um and then it like fades to black kind of thing and then it comes back and you just see somebody sort of running and then they get freeze gunned and it sort of ends there and i think it ends with the gotham logo like freezing yes yep Um, yeah so the first episode back is where it kicks off with the the whole kind of 
because I think it's just one episode, isn't it? The Mister Freeze episode, and then he uh, comes. He comes back later as properly Freeze, but the 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 him. No, being... it's 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 two episodes. Is it? Because the the first episode in the second half of the season is called Mister Freeze. Yeah. Um, and then That's... the second episode is uh, a dead man feels no cold. And so it's him, like, and the the thumbnail is him in the suit. So uh, that's when he's actually. Yeah, like, and back. then the 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 next episode after that is the beginning of Penguin turning sane. So it's that whole thing. Um, but yeah, it's a it's a two two episode arc. What what are your thoughts on him? So I think I, I think we need to make a determ- a distinction between Mister Fries and Mister yes. Freeze. So I haven't taken any notes for this long conversation we've had um sorry <laughs> the how dare you i expect you to be like uh the typewriter in the in the corner I forget, there's a name for this but the typewriter in the corner of a courtroom that records everything i expect you to do that every episode right i will start doing that um Is it, are uh, they called a scribe i forget what they're no called. it's um uh, it begins with an s you're right but it's uh oh I want to say scribologist. No, uh, I want to say like stenographer or something. Stenographer, isn't it? Mm, that sounds good. that sounds good. I'm gonna say yes. <laughs> yes, it is. Stenographer. Oh, Just well googled done, it. Sir. Yeah. Well done. Okay. Thank you. Um, but I did actually write one thing down. I have one note. <laughs> And I was even All looking right, for I'm... it, and I cannot find it. It's on a piece of paper somewhere. <laughs> My previous railing of you is is removed because you took a note. I'm happy <laughs> because I'm wondering if there is a small, tiny Easter egg hidden in this season of Gotham. Because okay. when he he goes into the pharmacy, and w- don't let me forget to come back to this scene because I thought it was ridiculous. But he goes into the pharmacy. He's trying to get them. <laughs> The, the medicine for his wife. He's, you know, there's a whole back and forth. And then he just looks at the guy and he says, I'll be back. And he walks out. Now, is that an I'll be back referencing Terminator, a very <laughs> famous film where Arnold Schwarzenegger portrays the Terminator, who also happened to play Mr. Freeze? <laughs> in Batman and Robin, and there's just a subtle little I'll be back kind of ha 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 ha. I'm doing the role that Arnie did. Now, have yes. I read too much into that? No, that's that's 100% there for that reason. And that Good. scene is constructed for that. <laughs> right. Now, going back to that scene, that's a really stupid scene. Okay. So you're going to have to. Because remind me a bit, because all I like my memory of it is he's arguing with a guy. He says, I'll be back. And he comes back with the freeze gun. That's exactly what happens. But why is he arguing with the guy? Because he goes into a pharmacy. Now, admittedly, Dante, I live in the UK, so things might work differently in America. Yeah. Well, actually, I'm... I work I work in a, a retail pharmacy store now. So <laughs> there we go. So you, you might be able to answer this question. He goes in without a prescription. Yes. He has the bottle. He hands over the bottle and he's like. I need this. Fill it up. And the guy who is sort of portrayed as being a little bit of a, you know, a bit of a jerk. He's not a nice guy. Yeah. Shout like, out to our, our last episode. He's kind of like the guy that um, is being a, a jerk to 
uh, Andrew Garfield Spider-Man. Like, do you remember yeah. that guy, the yeah, shop yeah. owner, who's like, you can take like, a penny, you, you can't leave cents? a penny, you can't leave a yeah, penny, that guy. Can't leave a penny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I remember that. How could I forget that great scene? Um, <laughs> but the difference here is, he's correct. You can't, like, how do you know that guy didn't just steal that bottle off somebody else, and he's going to fill up? Yeah, like, well, the way you could do it, I, I, I'm. I don't work in the pharmacy, so I've had interactions with pharmacy because, you know, I've had to get prescriptions before. Um, and I kind of hear certain things that they do, but I work the floor. So it's a it's a retail pharmacy store. They have a retail part and you have pharmacy in the corner. Um, but I'm pretty sure you can take in like because all the information is on the bottle. Like you have their whole identification, their prescription, everything like that. So if you hand them that and and you show that you're you show your ID essentially that you are this person's uh, husband or something like that. I feel like you should be fine, like because usually there are multiple ways to refill a prescription, not just well, he you said, being the person. He said it wasn't uh, recorded as a repeat prescription. Yeah, so so in that respect, yeah, that guy's correct. You can't. He's correct. Refill. You can't can't refill it. And and I felt a bit like you just kind of saying yeah but my wife is sick and pushing it across the counter and then him still going yeah but i can't do it like yeah he could get fired for that i as always am a stickler for the rules this has been well (laughs) established on the getting to know who i think he's correct theme song (laughs) it's in the theme song um i you know i used to work in venice in a hotel and in italy um you cannot stay in a hotel unless you give some id like you you yeah, have to give your 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 passport or an too. id card or something oh it's funny you should say that's the us too because americans were particularly the worst at like what you need my passport no you can't have my passport well we need to we need that's to like strange. literally take a photocopy of it because you have to um spoilers I'm pretty... if anybody ever goes to italy <laughs> But basically, every night in a in a hotel, you have to send to the police headquarters a list of all the people staying in your hotel. Okay, America's and, not like that. <laughs> and, it, and it's basically you write their name. And, the, and I remember once the police arriving at the hotel saying, "Do you have these two people staying here?" So, okay. um, so that's no, something because that, the that way happens every night. So, like, you can't even. And if as a hotel, like as a receptionist, if you let a guest come in the hotel and not give you a document, you are opening yourself up to a world of trouble if anything happens. And yeah. I feel a bit like this poor guy, like not poor guy, he was a terrible guy. But Ed, in this case, he was doing the right thing. You can't yeah, it's like you can't very strong medication to people. Yeah, you could get you could get fired if not prosecuted. Like, yeah. yeah and like, it, uh, just for the hotel thing, you don't, I've, you, I'm pretty sure you don't have to show everyone's ID because most of my experience with hotels is with my robotics team and we didn't all have to show our IDs, but I'm pretty sure the person registering had to show. Yeah. In, um, but in you Italy, don't, I'm pretty sure you person, don't to... the person registering has to, has to give like a full ID. So you have to, oh, this is so nothing to do with Gotham, but basically like <laughs> the forms that you used to have to fill out would be like a part. You had to even say what, like what it was, a passport, a driving license or whatever. Um, and you had to give like all the information on one thing 
and then any guests they had staying with them, it had to be like first name, last name, date of birth, place of birth, I think. Like those kind of okay. and maybe where yeah, they were living now. Like like it was it was much less information. So you used to have to fill out one very kind of complete form and then you could just add like two or three people that were staying with them and you just needed a little bit of information. But to be okay. honest with you, it's much quicker for me to just take a you know, a picture of your ID card than for you to just, write down your name yeah. and your surname <laughs> and where you were born. Yeah, and it's a little but, ridiculous, yeah. But, like, um, oh, they did not like it. They used to complain a lot. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not how it works in the US. Like, I'm fairly certain you have to show your ID if you're the one registering, but that's just so that they confirm you are the person that registered for it. Like, they don't take a photocopy or anything like that. It's just like, like you, you like, say you've signed up online, which you normally do for like, you know, two nights or whatever. You just show that you're I, the person you're, you show your ID. So your name matches and everything. And then yeah. you're fine. Like well, you we, know, didn't, basically. we didn't need to take a photocopy, but I mean, you've arrived, you're tired, you've flown in, you've had you know, in Venice, you've had to get a boat to the hotel. It's, it's a very stressful thing. You get there. And then someone's like, hold on five minutes while I write down every bit of information out of your passport. Yeah, Much quicker <laughs> to just say, look, I'll scan this and I'll write it all out later. And off you go to your room and enjoy your stay. Um, nothing to do with this, yeah. but I'm just saying the pharmacy guy, he was right. Freeze over, fries overreacted. I did yeah, enjoy no, the, little, um, the little Bullock Gordon debate about how to say the name. That was fun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, fine. Do you to like honest, his story though? It's it's fine. I'm not a huge Mister Freeze like fan. Uh, he's kind of a for me. He's quite a kind of take it or leave it villain. I don't, I don't find yeah. him incredibly compelling. Um, you know, Batman's got a lot of a lot of interesting villains, but I'm never like, oh, a Mister Freeze story. Yay! It's just. It's just kind of, I get the whole, it was, I, I listened to your episode on dog hair. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, you, you mentioned the fact that that's where they introduced this concept of the wife and all of that. Um, yeah, before that, he was just a dude with the freeze. Yeah. <laughs> but to be honest, even the whole wife thing, it doesn't, you know. Are you saying you don't love your wife? I do love my wife. I wouldn't freeze her. <laughs> that's, <laughs> I feel like that's a step too far. But um, And to be honest, Mr. Freeze, it's always just going to give me nightmares flashing back to Batman and Robin and him trying to cure <laughs> McGregor's syndrome. And Yeah, see, I, I really And conveniently, like Alfred got the same disease and yeah. <laughs> take two of these and call me in the morning. Oh, please, just end it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah see i really like freeze um but he does i mean yeah he does become kind of samey because i mean there was that one huge innovation of well what if what if his wife is freeze frozen he's trying to f save her but then afterwards you kind of run into the same rut but personally i i really like freeze's Fry's story of I don't know. I just the the details of it I thought were really interesting because she's sick and it's not. Maybe it's really interesting for me because she's still there. Like, as in most interpretations, she's already frozen. But in this, he interacts with her, and you see that she's trying to say, "No, just let me go," and he's just scrambling to try to save her. 
and I don't know. I really, really, really like it. He's one of my favorite villains of the series. Yeah, the problem I don't know. is, I I found like you know people. I think you may have even said it earlier this episode. It seems like it's been a long episode, but you may have said earlier about kind of maybe Bruce just needs to get over that his parents were killed. Yeah. <laughs> like you've got other dads, don't worry. I just feel like your wife is dying, and I get that, and that's tragic. But I don't see how you feel that justifies what you're doing. Like, as yeah, much as I... you might love her, and or even no, and and her reaction to it really shows that she does not like, like, she doesn't want you to do this for her because surely the man she loves is not a murderer, but you have killed yeah, multiple see, I, people. That's the just... thing that I kind of like is like his trans transformation almost because it's almost this this devolving of like like he loves like i kind of get it like loving someone so much that you're willing to go to extremes to save them um again he's going a little far but i <laughs> a little far i'll <laughs> quote you on that in a minute a little <laughs> far. okay see i but i i kind of on some level i do i do get it like you you love these people and you'll do what you can to, to save them. And so I really like this devolving to the point where I'm pretty sure she says at some point that she doesn't even recognize him anymore. Well, yeah. And I mean, I think like the, the, the main thing to take home is at the end when she swaps out the canisters so that yeah, like for her later, that's a good moment. She's, she's completely gone. It's just, oh, I don't know. It, it's just kind of the whole, the whole thing, it's fine. It's okay. He, he's, you know, as interesting as any villain in Gotham, I suppose. But I I don't know why this time I was watching it and I was just thinking, like, how about you just spend some time with your wife before she dies? <laughs> yeah. That might be nice. I was just thinking, yeah. Like... Maybe, maybe go on holiday or something. Just, you know, have a nice, a nice memory. Um, not be in your basement all the time trying to find a way to freeze her like it it just seems i know it's not real but it just seems so like, yeah it seems like a leap overreaction really if ever there was one yeah yeah now well, i don't want people to start tweeting me and telling me i don't love my wife i do <laughs> but i wouldn't freeze her i'm so sorry i wouldn't know how does she, does she know then? <laughs> what the, I, I mean, we've had the discussion. There's been this long chat about, you know, hey, if I was diagnosed with a terminal illness that hasn't yet found a cure, would you build a freeze gun and then go around killing people? <laughs> so you could, And I was like, well... Well, I, I mean, mean, cryogenic freezing is a thing right now. It's just like millions of dollars. Yeah, and I'm like, you know, I'm busy. I'm podcasting. Oh, <laughs> I don't know how much time I've got to kind of look into this, so probably not. I mean, wouldn't you rather that I looked after our son than? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, at least he doesn't. He, at least he's not neglecting a kid. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, um, um, but one thing that I thought was interesting uh, is that she does essentially die. Yeah. Like, so why is he bother continuing? Well, he yeah. Doesn't. Well, that's he kills himself. He doesn't. That's yeah that that's that's what's interesting is i feel like that's almost a fault of the show is he's always most interesting when he's 
trying to save his wife and that's his motivation for killing people. Once you take that away and once essentially he becomes Mr. Freeze in this show and this season, he is so boring. <laughs> like he is just a dude with the freeze gun. That's it. And it's interesting because of the story for Mr. Frice, because essentially Mr. Frice died with his wife. And that's interesting. But now that you have this character, Mr. Freeze, that you need to use, it's just he has zero motivation because he essentially is a cold, dead heart. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's just he becomes a. I mean, he, he turns up also in the next couple of seasons as well. He's I mean, he's he's a staple. But again, it's just another villain that's now going to be yeah, very anymore. old. Have... Like, how old is that guy? He He's a... he's got to be like in his 30s, I'd say. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna finding. I'm looking up. You finding the actor's age? I'm. I. I mean, I'm not not finding the actor's age. So. <laughs> I would guess Nara. that he's probably okay. around mid thirties. He was born in 1976. I can't go back that far. He's 42. Okay. So he's 42. Long. And Bruce well, is. Was he 42 child. now? Yeah. So. Oh, sorry, he's you're right. Like, Let, he's, he's 40. Like 40, yeah, like 39, 40, something like that. Okay. <laughs> Still, jump ahead like 20, 30 years for Bruce to grow up. And he's... Wait, hold, hold, hold on. So you're saying Batman's turning into, into Batman when he's 40? No, but how old? I feel like Batman... He's, Batman so let's, he's, let, let's Batman say he's 16. is an older... Hmm. I'd right. say, like, depending on your interpretation, so, so it becomes he becomes Batman returned, in, like, his mid to late 20s. He'd return to Gotham at 25. And become Batman, like, within a year. Yeah. So, Freeze is only going to be in his 50s. Because that's, like, we're saying Bruce is 15, 16 in this season. Give it 10 years. He's only going to be about... It, well, well, Freeze is only going to be in his early 50s oh only only in his early 50s especially with that suit he's a fit man and now he's cold so he can't get fat so is that a thing (laughs) i don't know i just feel like you i feel like being like constantly being below zero it's hard to build up fat i don't know like because you can freeze fat off right isn't that a thing like a weird um um, i generally just watch what i eat and do exercise <laughs> i don't know well, yeah but I'm, freezing I'm pretty sure like off. maybe i'm pretty can. sure like subjecting yourself to severe cold in certain parts of your body is like 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 to certain areas is is a weight loss thing it's like super extreme or whatever but i'm fairly certain that's a thing okay so how old is bruce now uh in now in, being season five like, yeah uh, I'd say eighteen to twenty, somewhere in there. I, okay. I I don't know how much time has jumped between seasons because so, I'm pretty sure there's one word that jumps like three years or something like that. Because according to the comics, he was fourteen when he like left and started traveling the world. Okay. So then he's twenty five when he comes back. But if you're telling me that he's eighteen, nineteen now, 
then you've got to add those years on to when well, he comes back. Well, so he's not going to be 25 when he comes back. He's going to be in his late 30s. We got to so, talk about the ooh. fact that we got to talk about the fact that in season five he is going to become Batman, and so this iteration of Batman never went away. Well, then he's going to be a so terrible this... Batman. He's not going to be very good. <laughs> no, but in this universe that this freeze exists in, he's becoming Batman within five years. So freeze is only going to be like 45 i mean yeah he's old but like you know but yeah there's the whole freezing fat off thing so that's fine don't worry. <laughs> so he'll be kicking around until he's like 60 <laughs> well good to know okay no, but like but like he's not going to be that old and i mean again this is just the fault of gotham like he should have left at the end of season one to go travel and become batman but i even say at the beginning he's... of season one he could have left that would yeah no but either way like he should have he should have left by now but the we have to accept the fact that in this universe he never left <laughs> like he was trained by he left for a bit and in season three and got trained up a bit but and that was weird but other than that it's just street stuff he learns from selena oh yeah so that's something that happens oh, was <laughs> that, that he, the season I he goes season three. yeah he goes to live on the streets with selena so he writes Alfred a letter saying, and I, that's again during the break, I think, during the mid-season break. So yeah, yeah. like six months or so, he is living on the streets with Selena, um, which, you know, again, fine. I but like I, yeah, but that's what I'm saying. That's what I said at the beginning. Like, go, just go away. Go. <laughs> that's Or like, I like that he at least went on the streets and lived there for a while. Like if you're not going to ship him off, at least put him in a situation like that, where he's going to learn some stuff. Like, cause there's that great scene where they take down those drug guys. I would like, like, and he's learning, you know, he's, he's over these seasons, he's learning how to fight and stuff. I don't know. I, I really like that. Cause yeah, I feel I, like that's something Batman does when he's abroad is like, that's a thing in Batman begins is he goes like to Russian prison or something like that. Like, you know, yeah, but then I feel like there's no payoff for him going. Like, have him go, but have him come back in some, like, spectacular way. Have his coming back really... Have there be a situation that you're like, huh, how are they going to get past this? This is impossible. And then he comes back. And, and he's then Batman. you're like, oh. No, he doesn't even need to be Batman at that point. He could just be like... He could even just be the money behind something. Like, he's back and it's kind of you've got all the influential people back in Galavant and what they're doing and this and that. And then he comes back and is like, Hey, you need some cash to, to oppose this crazy guy. Here you go. I'm, I'm doing this. Yeah. But he's threatened everybody who's ever stood up against him. I'm not scared. Don't worry. I've, okay. I've yeah, been traveling. Like have his return really mean something. I'd be like, I've been away and I've come back as a different person. But his character doesn't seem to grow, like, or grows very marginally. Yeah, he's, I feel he changes a bit. Well, I guess he doesn't. It's just physically he grew up. <laughs> yeah, but I, <laughs> I was going to say he's different from season one, but in season one, he's doing all the detective stuff. And I'm like, oh, I guess, I guess not. The major change happens in season four and it's really dumb. Yeah, because I feel like, um, I feel like I read once quite some time ago that like Batman's greatest sort of power is his like self-discipline and 
and like the level he is at, like the training he's gone through and all of that, the the kind of dedication and discipline you'd need to do that and the mental fortitude. And that's what puts Batman as a human on the Justice League on par with Superman, Wonder Woman, yeah. Green Lantern, and all of those. Yeah, this Bruce moment. Wayne, forget it. There's no yeah. way he deserves a place on that. No, like, on yeah, that level. Superman. If Superman existed in this universe and Batman tried to stand up to him, he would kill Batman instantly because Batman wouldn't have thought to get kryptonite. You know, like it's that kind of a thing. He's very yeah. much a weak Batman. But yeah. yeah, classically, Batman is very much that character. I forget in somewhere in the new 52 run, there's an end. You know how they do those little mini stories at the end of comics sometimes? Mm-hmm. And they like take place over like seven issues. Yeah, there's. There's that one little mini comic where he's with, I think it's Talia al Ghul and he's in the pit. Do you remember this? He's in this pit with like literally like uh, maybe 30 other guys and they're all trying to kill him. And this, this girl, I think it's, she's on top of the pit. I'm pretty sure it's Talia and he's, and she's like, you need to accept the fact that you need to kill these people. He's been down there for like, uh, like 36 hours or something like that, 48 hours or something like that, fighting off people continuously. And he's standing there as he's beating these guys down and she just throws him a spear and she's like, you need to kill these people. You need to like accept the fact that you won't last if you're not going to be lethal. And what he does is he breaks it in half and use them as batons to beat the guys down. And you see him like, like um, getting tired and weak and everything, but he's still beating back these guys. And eventually they stop attacking or people stop going down into the pit to continue fighting him. And the Talia asks someone he's, and she's like, why are none of the men going in? And the guy's like, cause they're too afraid. Uh, He's essentially, he's a force. And like, that's what Batman's supposed to be. You know what I mean? Like fighting off wave after wave of guys for two days straight and not, and still having the force of will to not kill anyone. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Which this Bruce doesn't have. He meets Matches Malone. That's an interesting thing. Yeah, doesn't he almost kill him? He He has the gun to his head. Kind of like, oh, I wish you were a monster, but you're not. You're just a man. So, um, I mean, again, I'm I'm not even sure if that, if we're supposed to take that as that really, really, really was who killed his parents or. Yeah, there's some questions later. Yeah, it's it's all. Well, it's it's like, it's like who hired Matches and. Yeah. Yeah. And then it seems strange that he then takes that persona in the future as his because Matches Malone is his um it's Bruce Wayne's kind of go to cover for when he's trying to infiltrate any any kind of uh underworld scheme or something. He That he seems strange. Like Matches Mat- is obviously a like 30 to 40 year old man maybe 50 like. no yeah he's much older he's like 50 60 in in this and that's the whole thing isn't it he's like tired he's just kind of I'm yeah tired. and that's I've really interesting that's a, a great time. scene i forgot about that to be honest but that's a great scene like the fact that bruce has built up this guy to be this monster that just murders people and then to see him just be a guy that hired got hired for a job and that kind of like almost breaks bruce like that's that's a good moment yeah so I'm starting to feel sorry for anyone listening to this. Because <laughs> we've been <laughs> for a long time and we've just rambled on about this show. Um, so 
getting kind of back on track. This is your job, by the way, Zach. Oh. Here. <laughs> <laughs> and Sorry. I don't think he's coming back. <laughs> um, no, <I> <laughs> um, let's see how Dante can save it in the edit. Right. Um, <laughs> Dante, did you like this season of Gotham? Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, again, kind of reiterating what Zach was saying earlier, um, I like the first half better than the second. And I guess we could probably briefly talk about Hugo, but, I mean, it's not a ton to talk about. Um, yeah, we didn't even mention it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Is he I think he's it? the last thing. Yeah, yeah, he's like the big, big second half yeah. of the season. He's, um, I mean, casting is spot Amazing. on. Amazing, yeah. yeah. He's... Oh, you know, another character we haven't mentioned is um, Lee. Oh, Riddler. Um, Riddler pops up. Riddler! There's the whole thing. Yeah. Gordon goes to prison. Oh, so these are the episodes I've just very recently watched. Gordon. Yeah, where he has a... He's, so uh, why is it and... that for you to be a, like... I don't want to say prison guard. What's the, the one, the head honcho? Um, the warden. Like... How how do they pick people to be prison wardens? Because they are always the worst people. <laughs> yeah, and what's funny is um, Cassie's actually been watching a lot of those. Uh, they're called it's called Lockdown on uh, on American Netflix. It's like um, documentaries filmed inside prisons, and it's about you know various people in prisons and everything. And the wardens sometimes are are friends with some of the people that have are in there for like life sentences. Like they're not terrible people they're just basically cops like you yeah. know i re- not- i was thinking about it today and i was like man i'd really like to have a conversation with one of these prison wardens and i would yeah. love to ask them how do you feel about the fact that your career is portrayed always as being a like corrupt horrible you're in my house now and you're gonna you know and i i know yeah, like beating, goes on in here like and beating yeah. the inmates and and i feel almost like there's no way that's the reality. I'm sure that it's a, I'm sure it's a very no, kind mean, of monitored and controlled situation, and they yeah, probably have to like be squeaky clean in order to have that position. Yeah, like there's obviously times that that does happen, but that's usually when the 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 head warden or whatever of the prison is corrupt. Um, but usually they're fine. They're cool people, and again, they're they're um, they sometimes have friendships with some of the inmates that are there for life, like. It's not that's they're not all terrible people like anything. You you can generalize anyone. But realistically, if you look at it, there are going to be some people that are different. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I had no doubt. But this guy, re- like, especially why? Why do you hate Gordon so much? Like, he's given yeah, you a lot does, of business. Realistically, why does everyone hate Gordon in this series? <laughs> like, <Yeah>. There's <laughs> only then, a reason for some people to hate him, and it's mostly the villains. Yeah, and we didn't speak about um, Lee Thompson. Is it Lee Thompson? Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lee Tompkins. Tompkins. That's it. Yeah, I I find it hard because of the way she's portrayed in the comics to see her like as the the love interest of Gordon. I find always very oh, difficult. Is she something else in the comics? I I always feel like she's a lot older in the comics, but I mean that might. I, I actually I don't know who like who she is in the comics. I've only like recently actually started reading Batman comics. Before that, I just knew a lot about the general stories. So, right. She, well, she because she is um, 
she's kind of like Batman's go-to uh, doctor, if that makes sense. Oh, so she's like, uh, what's her face in the Marvel Netflix series? Is yeah, but she's um, I'm trying to find. Uh, it's, it's Leslie, isn't it? Leslie Tompkins. So, like in the comics, generally she has like white hair. That's just to you know, okay. The idea of now I know some of you young people listen to this like I've got white hair. I dyed my hair white. It looks good. That's not what she's got. <laughs> I feel like the white hair is because she's kind of older. Um, she's often, because she's always portrayed as like, or I feel I feel like she knew Bruce as a child. Okay, makes sense. So she's one of those people. So she like knew him when he was little, and then he's come back, and then she and, and I, I'm pretty sure it's very late, but I'm pretty sure <laughs> she she knows Bruce is Batman. Okay. I'm, I'm almost, yeah, that would make sense. The, again, obviously, they've rebooted and changed, and yeah. So in that respect, it makes sense that it would be weird seeing her as a love interest. Yeah, and I mean, she's she's fine. Ooh, well, in this she's season, better than she, Barbara. In this season, she's fine. Oh, um, uh, oh, we don't. <laughs> season four is its own thing. <laughs> but um, but yeah, she's all right. Uh, there's the whole Nigma. Um, Christine Kringle and what happens there? No, and... no that happened because because that happened last season. No, it's this season that he kills her. Is it? Yeah, I could have sworn it was like the end of this last season. Well, some of us were very <laughs> diligent, and we've rewatched this whole season over this week because right, you sent right. me a text message, and I forgot that I hadn't watched this season. <laughs> And I started cramming to watch all this season. So um, I can tell you that he he basically, they start their relationship. It's going fine. He tells her, like, that was a, a really stupid thing as well. Because so, she... So, so, did, so real quick, did he kill the cop last season? And that's how last yes. season ended? Yeah, he killed okay, um, right. Doherty, I think is his name. Yeah, Doherty. Uh, he killed, so he kills him last season. This season he starts dating her. Okay. And then she and then sort of probably. says, like, oh, I'm afraid that he might come back one day. Like, he's going to come back. He's got a temper. What if he comes back? And then he basically says, don't worry, he's not coming back. I killed him. And yeah. amazingly, she doesn't take that news very well. So yep. um, he... And then that's how he strangles her, right? Yeah, he kind of accidentally kills her. And but then... also not because it was the Riddler. Yeah, then the Riddler takes over and... Like decapitate, not decapitates. Like, um, chops oh, he uses the acid. Like, hide, like, yeah, no, he like hides bits of the body around the station and stuff, and makes Ed go on like a search for them. So it's oh, like yeah, a whole yeah, thing. Yeah. Then he kind of takes the penguin in for a time and kind of tries to get him back on track. And then, and then later, later, then he frames Gordon, and that's why he's in in prison in the first place. And it's just. Yeah, it's a very bizarre story arc, <laughs> but it's fine. Um, it's again kind of would one of those. Say... Sorry, would you what? say it's it's it... would you say it's interesting Riddler story or overly complicated Riddler story? I remember in season one going, "Oh, he's the like forensics guy." That's an interesting choice because later 
he's a, like a super villain. So yeah, he'll be able to know what friends. How does that? Not 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 so much that, but more like he's good friends with Gord. Like I, I feel it's more difficult for you to become a villain if you are on a first name basis with all the people that would be hunting you later. <laughs> like yeah, it seems kind of not a step back, but just I, I remember thinking. Huh. I mean, that's he such an interesting choice you've made putting him. Yeah. Like, I, I quite like. I mean, it. he is he is crazy, and he definitely has dissociative identity disorder. So, like, I mean, it's not too far of a far fetched. No, no, I didn't. I don't. I don't think it is. I just feel it was like I quite liked. What I quite liked about that was, again, I think it was interesting to have someone who we know in Batman's time will be a villain but for now he's just a like a little kind of bit character working with the cops and you're like huh that's interesting because I know in the future he's gonna go on this kind of deep dive and really change I just feel like almost it's a shame that it happened so soon because now again you've got another well-established Batman villain appearing far too early. Yeah. And I feel like, honestly, as far as Riddler goes, because I feel like Ed and Riddler are two different characters, which they are, because they're two different personalities. But Riddler is probably the best in this season because he gets weird later, like really weird. Well, he like loses his his intelligence and there's all, yeah. And he has a relationship with Penguin and... Oh well, not really. Penguin, <laughs> yeah, sort but of like one, yeah, that's. He also like just he's his he's his basically like secretary for a bit, and yeah, it's. Oh yeah, they work together. Well, I mean, that's I actually quite like the um like the friendship they have in this season. I like the there's like yeah, a moment right, where right. Riddler is like, I want to be more like you. Teach me, and then later it's like, oh. You you're not the same guy anymore. You know, Let me teach nothing, you. Yeah, yeah nothing I can take from you. You need to, you know, you need to take lessons from me, kind of thing. So that's yeah, interesting. That is interesting. I just I don't like it when Penguin becomes gay. Like it's just it's not that he becomes gay. It's just more that it's it's such a strange jump for him. <laughs> yeah, because until then he seems very um, almost asexual. Like he just. It, doesn't it care not, yeah. he does not care um there's even a that the person that he loved moment. the most was his mom yeah well there's the moment in this season where uh the the daughter of the woman that's with his father <laughs> how do i describe this basically the the family yeah. that are living there she like tries to seduce him that's the plan his stepsister yeah yeah sort of stepsister and um, he just does not catch on <laughs> yeah and he's just like and I suppose at that moment he's under like the mind control kind yeah, of thing as, as well, but but still, you know, I I kind of like that that even, he just even doesn't a... like that doesn't matter. I don't care about that. I'm focused on this. And anyway, th- this is spoilers yeah. for season three. This has nothing to do with season two now. Doesn't you have to edit this episode down a ridiculous <laughs> amount? I don't know how. I just feel that. bad I'm keeping you so long. Let's try That's to speed fine. the second half of this. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, Hugo yeah. pops up and he's cool. 
he's, he's a good portrayal. I do feel there's a little. It's just, it's a little bit of a, um, a very hard kind of turn into the crazy of Gotham. Like, oh yeah, yeah. Like, from... there's literally a moment where it's like, oh, now Gotham is full of crazies. Like, literally. <laughs> well, and when I say crazy, I really mean like powers. If that makes oh, sense, yeah, like, yeah. like you go yeah. from it being, oh, as we've as we've mentioned earlier, oh, there's a guy who drops people from balloons. That's a little bit odd. To oh, this person has this power, and this person can do this, and like, and you're sort yeah. It, very it, quickly, you get metahumans. Yeah, and it kind of comes out of <clears throat> out of nowhere, and it's it surprises me a bit because you feel like I feel like this kind of spun out from the success of the Dark Knight trilogy, sort of thing. Um. That yeah. was the whole thing was oh it's very grounded like you couldn't have Superman in this universe because nobody really has powers and it's all very down to earth kind of thing. Yeah, and and I feel like, like maybe I think maybe it might have started like right around when it started spinning out into more crazy things was when Flash and Arrow were at their heights and like you know the MCU was is rolling along quite well so i feel like maybe the showrunners were like oh i guess we can do powers and so they're just like all right let's do it let's go full on crazy powers like you know what i mean yeah like they which... just kind of do a hard left turn for the whole series because it's successful in other mediums but again it's or something even, that, even the same medium but... it's something that i really like in batman lore in general like the idea that he's just a human but he is good enough to take on these superhuman villains yeah and i mean and that's point, why the people don't cut it but the problem is you've got the superhero villains the superhero that's not right superhuman <laughs> the superhuman villains there i call them super villains <laughs> um but basically they get taken down by the police because it's yeah it's like it's, why it's, it's like why does them. batman why like the whole point a lot of times is that it, this gets so crazy and the cops can't handle it. So, but yeah. them needs Batman. So it's almost like in this universe, why does Batman need to come around? Like there's no, there's no reason. Exactly. That's, that's how I feel. But I, I just feel like it was, it's fine. It's nice. I mean, it was bad, I mean, like, but it just happens yeah. so quickly. And I don't know, like all from the same place. I find a little bit, do you it's know what very it's like? Much, it's, it's very the... much like. Oh, tell me what it's Sorry. very much like, and I'll see if it's the same thing. I uh, <laughs> well, I was gonna say it's very much uh, Spider-Man, where everything comes from Oscorp. Oh, you see, I was thinking another Marvel property, but I was going. It's very <laughs> much X-Men, where it's just like they're a mutant, and that's sort oh, of yeah. <laughs> we don't need to come up with a backstory because oh, they're a mutant. That's fine. Yeah. That's how they've got their power. You're like, well, yeah, I'm, like I'm, a lot I'm, of times with. Yeah, a lot of times with Spider-Man, it's like everything comes out of Oscorp. Like, it's everything is a secret Oscorp project. Yeah, it's just sort of suddenly, like, you've got all these all these different ones. I do like, I mean, we mentioned Hugo Strange. He's He is good. He's, he's really so, good. He's good in the sense that he's, there's a scene. Okay, so, again, I'm, I've, I feel like this season, you just pick one scene per character. So, like, yeah. you mentioned, like, yeah. Jerome, the Russian roulette scene. Um, mm -hmm. Penguin, it was the interrogation scene with the commissioner. The commissioner was smashing a chair. Yep. Uh, <laughs> Gordon doesn't have, like, one 
No, nah, because really Gordon's just kind of like that stoic constant. Um. Oh, there was that. What was that line you said from Harvey? That was. Oh, was the argument about f- f- pronouncing fries? Yes. Oh, yeah, that was good. I did enjoy that. <laughs> Harvey actually has a lot of great points in this in this season. Yeah. It was really good. I feel like he just does in general. But, but um, there's a there's a scene for Hugo Strange that I feel sums him up perfectly. Is and it's about Mister Freeze, and it's when um. The nurse, I want to say Peabody, is that her name? Uh, yeah, she, yeah. She comes Peabody. to him and she's like, "Oh, somebody's uh, solved the like reanimation problem," and he like takes the paper and he's like, "Impossible! I'm years away from solving that." And it's just the, the hubris <laughs> of like, "Well, if I haven't been able to solve this, nobody possibly yeah. could." And I feel like that's. Again, like that's, that's you get these few mo- moments throughout the season where you're like, "Yep, that's that character. That's perfect." Yeah, and, yeah, and, and that's I've, that's honestly why I like this show is because there are at least moments where you get it, and it's like, "Oh yeah, that's him." Like, there's, I'd say for Penguin, it was in season like in season one. My favorite, one of my favorite Penguin moments, like I said last time, was the cannoli scene. Like, oh yeah, that's... you get these moments where you're like, "Oh yeah, that is just." that character they got it so right and that's i feel like that's honestly why i watch the show <laughs> but i feel like that's a two-edged sword because i'm like oh if you can get it so right some of the time how are you getting it so wrong why do you get times? it so wrong that the rest of the time? yeah that's that's my problem with this season well, not with this season with this show but i actually think i mean i need i'm I'm going to rewatch season three. I'm going to rewatch season four. Don't worry. <laughs> I'll probably start now so that I, you know, I, I feel bad because. Yeah, we have a break. So. Over, over the last couple of weeks or week or however long it was, I was like, oh, I should probably watch some episodes of Gotham because eventually I'm going to get a phone call. <laughs> and then you were like, oh, are you ready to record them this week? And I'm like, oh, no, I've not watched it. <laughs> so I've tried my best to cram it in. But I'm sorry, I'll try to remind you more with the other like, I mean, I've said you've forced me to watch it for Harry's benefit. Peek behind the curtain. You haven't, but I feel no. like I need to because I watched <laughs> it so long ago. If I don't rewatch it, I'm... Yeah, at least and... for me, like I, I rewatched it with Cassie like about six months ago. I rewatched season one and two, and then three and four are pretty fresh in my mind because they happened recently anyway. So... So I feel I, like I've seen him fairly recently. I would have watched this season in 2015 when it came out. Yeah, so, so for you, it's like three years ago. Yeah, and I've watched a lot of other things since then. So it's, <laughs> yeah. it's quite difficult. Um, yeah. But uh, I still think this is better than season one. There we go. Yeah, I, I I've like... said it, Zach, and you're not here to defend season one. So <laughs> no, Zach. Zach agrees. He thinks the season's better. He I really thought... likes season one, but here I'll do it. It's a little lost season one, but <laughs> um, no, but but he he would agree with you. Um, personally, I think I think season two is agreed better, but I think as I think season one was a solid start. Like, I think you just, you need a, you need a good season, a solid, simple season to start before you can get into some of the crazier stuff. And I feel like that was season one to season two. And so season two is just, you know, getting into the more crazy characters. And while it might be a little sudden, it is still pretty good. And there's a lot of good stuff in there. So I'd say probably so far the best season. Yeah. I sometimes wonder if we don't like, 
obviously for some of us we know we've read the books or we've seen all the old films or the old tv shows so we kind of we know all of this stuff already and i get that sometimes you're like oh we need to like you know we can't just jump into the crazy because what about the new viewers i feel like sometimes we don't give them enough credit i'm pretty sure yeah like yeah, it's especially like at, especially in 2015 like the mcu is chugging along and making money you know so i feel like this show's fine <laughs> you know what i mean yeah but i mean even if you jump back to like iron man one like it was great but i still think if you just sort of i don't want to say done iron man 2 first but if you just done like this the last half of iron man one and another bit of story and been like oh yeah this is a guy he built a suit and, and i think people be like okay i get that that's fine like the origin story thing I feel like that's more for the comic book fans than for the people that don't know. Because yeah, like, at some level you can just accept things. Yeah. In most, in most like other stories, you'll be like, well, this is the main character. He's an architect. Well, where did he go to school? We don't care. All we need to know <laughs> is that he's an architect. That's fine. That's the, you know, that you're hanging the story on that, that one detail of his character. And I feel it's a bit like, so this is a guy, he's got uh, powers. He can do this. Okay, fine, great, good to know. And maybe later there's a flashback that says this is how he got the powers. But yeah, I, feel I feel like, like almost like comic yeah. book car- comic book people want it more just because it's not a normal thing. But that's a really good analogy. I never thought about it like that. Yeah. Well, there you go. You're welcome. So if you've listened to this <laughs> episode and you've made it all the way to this point, you've managed to find the one golden nugget within. <laughs> uh, you're welcome and congratulations to you yeah. um yeah so it's it's good what did i rate season one dante i could not tell you <laughs> what did i rate it out of can you tell me that were we doing a uh, five rating a 10 rating were we rating from kfc i don't know um, i'm pretty sure <laughs> i'm pretty sure it was a 10 because i've tried to keep it consistent out of 10 and then zach does his weird thing um, but you might have done five. I'm not sure. Let's say, um, let's say five Batman cowls out of out of five Batman cowls. What would you give this? Um, okay, I'm going to give it a, a couple of cows and then some Domino masks because uh, Robin threw a few in. Uh, <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't know. I mean, basically, dear listener, just jump back to the, ep- the episode I did on season one. Skip to the end because you don't need to endure all of that as well um, there is a great moment where you discover penguin in a picture and it's the best that's part true. of that episode oh, speaking of which I did a deep dive trying to find anything about that TV show there is, <laughs> there is nothing there is literally those two pictures and that's it and like that's a, so sad. a small synopsis they didn't even make a pilot oh so I'm so sad I want nothing at all about that. Um, now if you're listening going what show are they talking about well, go back and listen to when we spoke about <laughs> Gotham season one. Uh, I will, yeah. I mean, basically, take whatever score I gave season one and add a, a point or two onto it because I, I think this is better. Yeah, it is better because as much as I'm complaining about, I don't like the second half. I don't like all the villains. Why you bring them in now? Yeah, they're interesting. They're more interesting than. Moroni. And you enjoyed it, like you were saying earlier. You were excited to watch the next episode yeah i like to be honest with you i'm so what did i say i'm on episode 
17. I, I think yeah, I finished 17 or like right at the end of 17. So now there are still five episodes left before season three. I think I will watch them before I jump into season three, even okay. though you know I've got a deadline because <laughs> I need to watch season three <laughs> before the next time we talk about it. But um, yeah, I I do think it's it's better, but yeah, it's still not the show I want it to be, and I feel like that's m- probably my problem. <laughs> yeah, that's probably just because we all want Batman. <laughs> to I be just, honest, I just I just want to know if people like this show or not because I. I get yeah, that don't, people don't, I don't like it. Do. Yeah, a lot of people don't. And Zach kind of pointed this out. He's like, yeah, we might have made a mistake in doing Spider-Man 1 through 3, something that people have a lot of love for, and then immediately doing Gotham after that. Like, that might have killed some of our listenership. But, yeah, for some reason, people really hate on this show. And, I mean, some of that might just be the progression of how it's devolved in Season 3 and 4, which we'll get to. Because on some level, it must be successful enough to get five seasons, you know? But, yeah, I mean, they've renewed it, haven't they? So it's getting another season. Yeah. So. Although it's it did bad enough in season four that they're ending it with season five. Well, but, but maybe season five will be, you know, the season. So good. Yeah, that they'll, they'll be like, all right, now we're doing season six. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I doubt it, but maybe. <laughs> Let's hold out hope. So what, so, um, I mean, so, this is, wait, wait, this wait, is hold, a conversation that should probably be off pod, but. What are you going to do instead of Gotham? <laughs> um, you mean you mean after Gotham or, or in well, between? I, th- I think you said you were taking a break from Gotham. Yeah, so just so we don't have a four-month block of Gotham, um, in between we're doing Spectacular Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Uh, we're doing season one and two of Spectacular Spider-Man because I personally think it's the best version of Spider-Man without extraneous characters. Um, probably accepting the movies, um, but that's just because the movies are live action. Yeah, <laughs> I think the only thing about that show was probably Eddie Brock and Black Cat were the only two characters that didn't fit quite right with me. But I did. Oh, you didn't like uh, you didn't like Brock? Uh, no, it, it was fine. It was just a bit weird because he yeah. wasn't the normal Eddie Brock, and Black Cat seemed quite a bit older than Spider Man. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! <laughs> that was a bit weird. Yeah. But apart from that, but, uh, um, I actually fun. did enjoy that show. I remember watching it quite some time ago. Yeah, it's 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 really good. Especially season one is really good. Season two is not season one. <laughs> but I mean, I'll I'll get into it. But uh, no, yeah. So I think we're both good on season two of Gotham. It's it's good. It's better than season one. Um, I personally would probably argue it's better it's the best season we've got there are bits in season three and four that i think are better than anything else in the other seasons but that doesn't count the whole season so um yeah and uh next tv show we will be doing spectacular spider-man you can look forward or dread that whichever um anything else you want to say jason um not really. I I feel like I've already said too much. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, why don't I feel, you? I feel that this has been a very rambly, tangenty episode. Oh um, yeah, but I, I feel, feel like maybe that's that's good every once in a while. 
oh, I don't know. I feel really guilty. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I guess we'll see, but I feel like after a structured episode, like the, like the, the Obi-Wan one that we get having a rambly one is, is, is good. Yeah, I just feel like I need to start already tweeting out apologies to listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's okay. You've got, I think, a week before it goes, or a little over a week before it goes out. Yeah. So. Well, good luck editing it. That'll be interesting. <laughs> um, um, so why don't you tell us about uh, your podcast real quick? Oh, okay, real quick. Um, two podcasts. Uh, first one is A Conversation With. So um, basically it's a bit like this, just me talking to somebody. Uh, they come on, we talk about a topic. Um, when's this coming out? Uh, the next Saturday. So not this one, but the next one. Uh, so, uh, I think the last episode, so, um, over the last couple of episodes, so we, we would have just uh, recently had an episode with, uh, Ralph from Cake Boss, where we talked about role-playing games. Great episode. uh, Dante got mentioned a lot in that because we talked about D&D. That's why it's a great episode. And then the next uh, two episodes were both actually about CrossFit. So, um, one was with Arm and Hammer TV from YouTube, uh, who's somebody who's been doing it for a long time and is very connected to a lot of the media going on and uh, the other episode is with uh, chase long who is a team's regional athlete so we talk about uh, what it's like being on a team and uh, and competing at that kind of level so they're, they're some of the topics but if you go back in the archives we've talked about marvel comics valiant comics um dante came on. we talked about filmmaking <laughs> uh, podcasting uh, writing comedy with uh, andy matthews didn't you talk about Jin at one point? Jin with um, uh, Rory from uh, Dog Hair, who's also been on this show. So a lot of the people that have been on here have also been on there. So if you've enjoyed... Yeah, it's a very connected yeah. uh, community. Well. <laughs> uh, and the other show um, is Getting to Know Who that is a game show. So if you like uh, quiz shows or game shows that, to be honest, it, it's more just an excuse for two people to kind of uh, <laughs> roast each other. <laughs> but... Um, Dante has been on that with Cassie and uh, possibly will be on it again. Uh, yeah, I think she wants a rematch. <laughs> she wants a rematch. Yeah, oh, interesting. Um, uh, basically, two two contestants come on and answer questions about a complete stranger, and we see if they're if the more answers they know, the easier the next question becomes. And um, and if you listen very carefully, both Dante and Cassie have been the subject of the quiz as well. Ooh. But uh, you'll have to listen very carefully to the episodes to find out which ones they were, because I, that is I don't reveal listening. it. That is quite fun to listening to people try to guess your questions. Yes. <laughs> that is really yeah. fun. It is interesting, and um, it's keeping me on my toes. Are you ever... Quick, sorry, quick question. Yeah? Are you ever going to use your questions? My own? Um, I'm the worst person to ask, because I can't tell you my favorite <laughs> film or anything. Um, I do have my wife's questions. So oh, okay. um, I might use those soon. So that'll be interesting. That'd be fun. Um, but yeah, uh, and as I was saying, possibly off pod, depending on how Dante edits this, uh, you can find me on, on uh, yeah, what am I saying? On uh, iTunes and Spotify and Stitcher and all of those kind of things. But uh, to be honest, if you just Google my name, Jason Croxon, <laughs> generally easier to find the podcast that way, even though... A conversation with pod.com is an actual website, but for some reason, type in a conversation with you won't get me. I'm not famous enough, so um, <laughs> but possibly if he's been really kind, 
look in the links in the show notes and you'll find okay. everything there. And I've you'll got find everything. multiple Twitters and Instagrams and things that I'm trying my best to keep updated. For example, if you go to the ACW pod, there's a nice picture I took of this conversation that I've been having with that day. <laughs> <laughs> you're doing better than i am so <laughs> yeah I'm trying my best all right well um thank you thank you again for coming on thank you for taking so much out of time out of your evening <laughs> um that's all right i will give you a time update it is half past one in the morning here in the uk <laughs> <laughs> well uh we'll try to speed this up so you can get some sleep. And uh, what I'd like the dear listeners to know is that the reason it's so late is because we deliberately postponed the episode to be more convenient for Zach. Who's not- <laughs> who had an emergency <laughs> halfway through. But it made it perfectly aligned with season two. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So thanks for listening, guys. Uh, if you want to follow us or find my other show, Play D&D, or other things. I might have another show. Who knows? Um, description. Good place to find things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and uh, with that, I think we'll call it. And uh, Jason can get some well-needed sleep. So Yeah, I can just <laughs> say, I'm sorry time. again, everybody. Sorry that you sent <laughs> all the way through this. I'm not. I hope you've had a good time. <laughs> and with that, we'll bid all of our dear listeners adieu oh okay, okay. la 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 this is the end <laughs> <laughs> yep <laughs> uh. la 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 this is the end <laughs> nice <laughs>